Hi, this is Carol Ann and welcome to episode two of the podcast Invincible. I don't know how your week has been so far, but mine has been pretty hectic, albeit amazing. We've been celebrating Doxadeo's 20th birthday with a couple of special events and it was amazing seeing old and new friends celebrating God's goodness over the last 20 years and really just looking forward to the next season and what that holds. Our theme for the next season is accelerating the mission and that mission is transforming cities. So we're really excited about what lies ahead and what God has planned for this ministry and in our lives. I think the most difficult thing about standing is that it's okay to stand when things are going well, as you all know. But when those tough times come and the waves of life overwhelm us, it's not so easy to stand. I grew up in KwaZulu-Natal, and my sisters and I spent our fair share of time on the beach. So I've seen countless visitors rolling around in white water and sand, just covered in sand, and almost not being able to stand up because of the strength of the wave. And obviously the small children, they are the ones that suffer the most because they're short and those waves are just too big for them to be able to stand. But I'm afraid that sometimes I feel like I'm rolling around in that white water, trying to get the sand out of everywhere. Um, But every wave that comes, even though they are actually not even that big, I'm just incapable of standing up against them because I'm already at a disadvantage. A couple of years ago, I went through a season of really bad times that I really felt I was just rolling around in the white water. We had a car issue where even though we were still paying off my car, I could actually not even drive it for a whole year. It just stood at the engineers. We were trying to sort out the dispute there. A whole year with having paid this car monthly, but still being reliant on other people for transport. A year in which I had three operations and my health was not good. It really wasn't a great year for me. And I just realized how difficult it is to stand when you really are facing serious challenges. The thing I learned the most was that although in the ocean I have to keep my eyes on the waves to prevent them from overwhelming me, in life I have to keep my eyes on Jesus. Because if I keep my focus on the waves, they will overwhelm me and that becomes my perspective. I lose hope and focus so quickly if I just watch the challenges every day. And I think just as Abraham says, um, he faced the reality, but still he did not lose hope. In hope he believed. And I believe just in Hebrews 12 verse 2 that says, we need to keep our eyes on the author and the finisher of our faith. And that is what I learned in that difficult season. I had to learn to trust God and to keep my eyes focused on Him. And I recollect a day when I was counseling somebody And I quite arrogantly told her, you know, your problem is, bottom line, you don't trust God. And I think it was quite easy to say, but very terrible of me to say. And as I was walking out of the counseling room, I just felt so arrested in my heart and God challenging me. But do you trust me? Do you believe me? Do you focus on me? Do you trust my word and my declaration over your life or Is that also conditional on whatever is going on in your life? And I think in the middle of this challenging time, God just came to refocus my attention on the amount of trust that I had in Him and the amount of weight that the Word really was in my life. Now, when we say, I need to trust God, I think the foundation of that is actually knowing God. 
and not knowing God from somebody else's perspective or hearsay or what other people say about God, but knowing what you know about God, having intimate personal knowledge comes from spending time with the Lord, spending time in His presence, reading His Word, praying, having a healthy spiritual life. And in the times when I really need to trust God, I go back to what Scripture says about Him and about life, and that helps me just to anchor my faith. And I'm worried about people that actually have just lost their appetite for the Word and I see a lot of people just reading scriptures here and there, but we really need to be planted in the word and to eat the word and to have that word um, become part of our lives and become the focus of my life and something of an authority in my life. I see a lot of people kind of read the Bible and it's just part of their daily lives, whereas scripture should become the foundation of our lives, anchoring my spiritual life, feeding my spirit and having truth and direction and authority in my life. And the reality is Jesus used the word as such a powerful weapon in his own times of temptation, in his times of challenges, in his times of testing even. The one weapon that he used consistently was the word. And the problem is that if I do not know the word, I don't know how to use it effectively. I know that The enemy can quote scripture. The enemy probably knows the Bible better than one of us could ever know the Bible. But it's in the authority that the Bible has in your life. And I need to give the Bible authority and give the word authority. And the second thing I do when I face these times of challenges, I go back to the word that God has spoken to me personally. I have a habit of writing every word, every prophecy that God gives me, or even every scripture that just particularly speaks to me, I write in my journals. And then at times when I have insecurity or fears regarding the future or uncertainty about just exactly what is the next step, I love going back to those journals and just reading through the words that God has spoken over my life. And I remind myself of his perspective on life, on his perspective of what we should be busy with, And on his perspective of what I should be busy with, the things that he has said about me and about us as a family. And that just really inspires and encourages me to keep on going and not to give up. So I guess a good question to be asking now is, in your case, do you give the word the authority that it deserves and the authority that it should have in your life? Do you plant yourself in the word? Do you flourish in the word? Do you eat the word? And secondly, do you keep book of the things that God has spoken over you and that he declares over you? It can be such a powerful way to just encourage yourself. The second thing I felt God challenging me in that season of difficulty was to grow up. In Ephesians 4, Paul speaks about maturity and growing up into the fullness of Christ. And in verse 14, he says, then you will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves. And I think that is just such a beautiful picture of what was happening to me. Because of this difficult season, I felt like I was being tossed back and forth by the waves. But the minute I decided to take a stand, go back to the Word, and actually just to grow up, um, I found myself actually being able to stand in Christ and in His power. 
when you watch kids at the beach, it's the little ones that get smashed easier. Um, adults, it really has to be a big wave before they get rolled over. And I think in the same way, if we are spiritually immature, those waves are going to knock us far worse than when we are adults. And of course, we all know that growing old is inevitable. The wrinkles and the eyesight and all the things that go with that. But maturity is optional. And I think as Christians, we should be making sure that we are growing up, that we are maturing so that we can stand against the waves of life. Growing up speaks to me of understanding my true identity as a child of God, as a son and a daughter of God, making sure that I get the right diet, that I get solid food and not just the stuff that I like, but having a good balanced spiritual diet. Growing up also entails being part of a body where I'm accountable, where I'm committed, where I serve, where people speak into my life, where there's accountability relationships, and where I can be equipped to make a difference in my world. And of course, growing up requires commitment. It's not always easy and it's not always comfortable. And we need to know that we can't just select the times that we want to be mature. I think we all know those days when you just don't feel like being an adult and you wish there was an adult to take over for you just for a moment. I know a while back somebody said of teenagers that if you are the parent of a teenager, you should always remember that you are actually the adult. But sometimes we lose it with our teenagers and we respond as a teenager instead of responding as an adult. And I think as, as believers, we can often feel... I'm immature in my response. I'm like a teenager in my response. But when we are mature and growing up, we can stand. My last thought for today is the fact that God did not make us to stand alone. It is so difficult to stand against countless waves of life if we are standing on our own. But when other believers are standing with us, it's so much easier we can not only pray for each other, but we can encourage each other and build each other up in faith. We need healthy relationships. And I think in the seasons when I've really battled the most was because I excluded people from getting too close to me. I was almost embarrassed about where I was and the lack of faith maybe in my life or the insecurity and fears that I had, that it was easier to push people away. And I think that's such a stupid mistake to make. We really need to keep people close and have those few close relationships where we can truly be mentored and be accountable. And then, of course, as a bigger body of Christ, Christ put us together as a body for a reason. We need to stick to the body of Christ, make sure we plant it in the right place, and that helps us not to lose perspective. I always make sure that there are wise people that speak into my life that I can be mentored by. And in the seasons when I don't have that, I really feel that I'm poorer for it. And of course, we have the privilege of speaking into other people's lives. And we can never underestimate the beauty of speaking into people's lives, encouraging them and praying for them, speaking word over their lives, and just inspiring them to be the more that Christ has for us. So next week... In episode three, I'm going to be chatting to Sheree Diakas. She's going to give us some real valuable insight on her take on invincibility and standing. And I just know that you're going to be so blessed by her insights. And I really love to have you join us. Have a great week.